It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also on Spotify and Apple or wherever you get your podcasts from. And don't forget about those notifications because we are releasing a podcast every morning. Well, it's a Wednesday. It is the seventh day of September for 2022, the day after the RBA decided to raise the cash rate by a further 50 basis points to 2.35%. Raising the cash rate by 50 basis points now moves us into the cash rate neutral zone, which is what the governor wanted. Well, he wanted it at 2.5%. We've gone past that now. And it's possible that the RBA board, they might be, if they're feeling generous, just might decide to slow the pace of increases to 25 basis points from next month in October. And some of the commentators are saying this is now the second stage of the tightening process and expecting consecutive 25 basis point increases is expected to extend from now through until the end of February next year with the rate peaking at 3.35%. No doubt you're doing your calculations with that 50 basis points yesterday. Coming up in just a moment, we are in Melbourne and talking with Fabian Sinelli. We're talking all things auctions and property. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast. Our trip to Queensland, it is continuing tomorrow because unfortunately we got a bit of a flat tyre yesterday called the RBA flat tyre with the rate rise. We haven't quite reached Rockhampton but we will be there tomorrow promise and then we continue on to Mackay and if you're celebrating your birthday today for the 7th of September have a fantastic Wednesday. Chrissy Hind from The Pretender, she's turning 70. Tony Brax is turning 55, the American singer, and it was also on this day the war in Afghanistan starts, and that happened on this day in 2001. It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. It's the main centre forecast with PRD, selling smarter every day. All right, let's go around Australia and check on your weather for this Wednesday morning. And in Sydney, you better grab the raincoats. Possible showers today, a high of 19 degrees. Look at that for Melbourne. Good morning to you. Mostly sunny and fine. Temperature is good too with 20 degrees. In Brisbane, partly cloudy, but it should be dry with 22 degrees. And in Perth today, expecting a possible shower or two and your high today of 19 degrees. We talk with leading property commentators with analysis, predictions, forecasts and what's trending every morning from 6.30. Let's talk Melbourne Property and Auctions, a podcast series with Fabian Sinelli. 
All right, well, it's that time of the morning to look at the Melbourne property market and in particular what is happening with the auctions there. And to help demystify and help clear us through any foggy patches that we might have on trying to keep up with every single market around the country, we have got Fabian Sinelli. He is the managing director and the auctioneer from EYS. And a very good morning to you Fabian have you been kept busy I've been very busy, Craig, and a very good morning to you. I don't think you could have nailed that intro into the transitioning market better. That was that was brilliant. Well, it's been a busy time and I know that Melbourne is no different. So, looking at the Melbourne auctions, you've got an update with some numbers and some stats over the last 3 weeks. Absolutely. So we've had a, I think personally, a really encouraging start to spring. We had a very healthy clearance rate of 64.3% over the weekend that just passed. That's up from last weekend and the previous weekend before that. Melbourne's median house price jumped up a whopping 100,000 from last weekend. So I think we're sitting at a million and 77, which is actually fantastic. Those sort of numbers there are, are going back to late last year when the market was going really, really strongly. So this is a great indicator that when the median house price in Melbourne and other states as well, for that matter, start jumping up, you know that there's a lot more buyer confidence out there in the marketplace. So that spells more competition. I did find interesting, though, that there were 50 less auctions scheduled from last week, but I'm expecting that to change given that we've only just tipped over to spring. And I think from what I'm seeing on our end with our business that the bookings are starting to come in thick and fast, that the remainder of September is going to be a pretty healthy month. Now, you talk about the spring, and last time we were talking about getting closer to spring. Now that it has arrived, what can we expect from the Melbourne property market for the 2022 spring season? Well, I think we can expect the common spring denominators, and that's more properties for sale and more buyers out in the marketplace. Agents just need to treat this market much more carefully than before, though, because although they will probably enjoy the spring selling season for obvious reasons, they need to understand that buyers are now smarter. Buyers have gone through the last 12 months of so many waves of the marketplace and so many different transitions. So we need to treat them with respect because keeping them engaged is going to be more difficult given they've got more choice now with more homes hitting the market. And as an agent, you may potentially lose your buyers in this marketplace to competing auctions. So avoiding that will be a challenge, but it is easily manageable. And there's a bit of talk around property pricing and getting that right at the moment. The question that I've got for you this morning, Fabian, is, is that still affecting buyer engagement? Well, in short, Craig, yes, it is. I think it will still take time for buyers to feel more buying pressure, but this is the market now being spring where that should start to change. So quoting the property still needs to be attractive for your buyers to feel engaged. I've received calls where agents are ringing me wanting to schedule their auctions earlier in the day because a competitor has listed a comparable home cheaper to pick off more buyers. It's going to happen. So get it right from day one and explain to your vendors this could happen to them, which is why they need to be on board with the right pricing strategy. And also that comes down to their expectations too. That Craig as well, another rate rise is imminent as we just 
discussed. So we need to take that into consideration too, that buyer's budgets may now be affected for the vendor. What was originally a $900,000 borrowing capacity may be $880,000 by auction day. So really important to flag that with your vendor when ironing out the selling strategy. Yeah, and we talked the other week about sort of that very issue about clearly communicating and articulating from an agent to a vendor regarding the vendor taking their property to market using the trusted, reliable auction process. And it's fair to say that Melbourne is the auction capital for Australia. So how can agents achieve that better when talking with their vendors? The one thing that agents need to do in this marketplace when they're thinking about trusting the process, because the auction process is still inevitably the best method of sale, I believe, when it comes to selling real estate. But it's not going to be the best method of sale unless the agent does what they can to make sure they magnetize their buyers to stay committed to the auction. There's going to be so many properties popping up in this market, so we need to avoid losing our buyers to other competing auctions. So one thing that really bugs me, Craig, is an experienced real estate professional professional is that an agent on average communicates with their buyers four times over four weeks. That's not on. You will not see your buyer on auction day if you do that. So it's one thing to say they should be trusting the process, but the process won't take care of itself unless you implement the right strategies. How can you expect the buyer just to be drawn to the auction day if you haven't communicated with them? Just when you think they're interested, they find another home where that agent is keeping them more informed and more updated, and they will feel more confident that that's a better home for them. That's buyer work 101. So what we've got to make sure we do in this market to trust that process, let's ramp up communication, speak to them a dozen times over the campaign, find reasons to contact them and ask them as a power question right before auction day, where do the vendors need to set their reserve price for you to be there to buy their home? And you've probably got to ask the question, why perhaps are some of the real estate office managers not sort of just reinforcing that because they have these sales meetings at least once a week. Now's the time to be thinking, okay, we need to be articulating and we need to be communicating just that much harder because of what's happening in the market. There's only a small percentage of agents out there, I think, that absolutely have mastered how to run a a well-driven auction campaign, even a private sale campaign for that matter. I know we focus on auctions a lot when we chat, but the reality is you've still got to be able to master a private sale campaign with communication. And just finally, Fabian, should an agent auctioneer, perhaps these types of people that are working within the real estate company, should they be employing a specialist auctioneer in this current market? Well, Craig, given that this market will require enhanced communication, the relationship between agent and buyer is critical. You need to be working the floor with that buyer and other buyers subsequently on auction day. So keep your buyers comfortable throughout the bidding process. An agent who wants to call their own auctions, they can't wear multiple hats at once. How can you suggest and guide your buyer if you're up there calling the auction? Leave that to the auction specialist or an independent auctioneer. And stick to what you've been focusing on for the last four weeks. These agent auctioneers, and with all due respect to them, because there's some great ones, they don't train every day for auctions. Their job is purely to manage the campaign, buyers and sellers. Stay on that course so you can work cohesively with an auctioneer on auction day, detached from the campaign to get a better result for the seller. Yeah, because I do wonder just how many vendors don't necessarily distinct between the two. I 
I've still got the common question being posed to me when I say I am an independent auctioneer or an auction specialist and they look at me and their jaws are just wide open and go, what is that? Mm. And I have to explain to them, well, I have used to be a sales agent, but I've transitioned into full-time auctioneering because I find that, one, I'm better at that than I was at sales. And being detached from that, it gives agents and my clients a point of difference on their auctions or at their auctions that I'm able to purely facilitate the extraction of bids while the agent is there to purely get the best out of the buyer on the floor. And when you find that you work cohesively with the agent on auction day and have two separate roles, generally speaking, you end up getting a better result. Because if I was the agent managing the campaign and calling the auction and I saw my buyer uncomfortable and I wasn't able to have a private chat with them on the floor about suggesting a smaller increment or telling them to hold back or telling them to be more aggressive and they don't act, then I haven't done my vendors a great injustice there, have I? This is why having a separate auctioneer detached from the campaign is so incredibly powerful to the vendor getting a better price. All right. Well, you have yourself a wonderful Wednesday there, Fabian, and we'll catch up in a couple of weeks' time. Thank you, Craig. Look forward to speaking to you then. Thank you. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.